Welcome to the Professor's Podcast, where we discuss the best strategies to massively improve the reach and bottom line of your business in the current virtual and economic landscape. Your host, Howard Tai, generates over $5 billion for his clients annually using innovative tactics both on and off Amazon. Hey everyone, Hurricane Liz here, back with another episode of the Professor's Podcast. And here, as usual, is my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Howard Tai. And Howie, I know we've got a very exciting guest for today's podcast. And I do want to remind everybody that what we're doing here is we're showing off almost. We're showing off, Howie. You, you see you're a very humble man, but you are bragging about this. You've got the best of the best in terms of speakers coming up with at your actual end of the uh, June event, the Professor's Pandemic event, it's the first ever online virtual event that you'll have, which people can attend from the comfort of their very own home. And you have combed the entire globe to meet these guys, to get to know them better, and you've literally picked out diamonds in the rough. So you want to tell us a little bit about the exciting guests that we have on today and a little bit more about your excitement for your first ever online virtual event. So the guest that we have today is Ken Kubek, if I said it correctly, Ken. So yeah, um, yeah. uh, he does a lot of purchasing of Amazon businesses or uh, brands. So I really thought that his company, what they do stands for is really interesting because normally when I see people buying businesses as in Amazon businesses, they don't actually know what they're doing. And a lot of them, they kind of fail. And they're actually on a, like a mass scale where they're buying businesses all left and right. And um, they actually can scale it. And it looks like they have a good team to be able to, you know, bring it up to another level. Usually like a lot of these PEs or these investment businesses, companies that comes in and buys it really doesn't really do that great of job. So this is one of these companies I see that is, is a fascinating job in scaling. So that's why we brought him here. And uh, I met him in another mastermind that one time. So I thought that he would be a great guest on our show. For our, ma- for our mastermind for the event is going to be in the end of the month uh, of uh, June 20, I believe it's the 29th to the 30th. So let's uh, see how many people we can get in and everyone to see how much knowledge that we can show everyone. Absolutely. And I just want to remind people again, Howard said it's at the end of June, the 29th and 30th. And I'll give you guys details on how you can actually sign up for the event. And I also wanted to just remind you, I've actually been to approximately six of Howard's events. And I will say this, I've learned so much and executed so much on what I've actually learned there that it's actually created a valuable Amazon business for me. I've I've made friendships that I can only imagine are going to last a lifetime And the knowledge that I've taken there has taken me to a whole nother level. And I'm thankful for that. But typically at the actual live events, they cost as much as $12,000 per piece. I'm lucky I get to emcee them, Howie. So that to me is the most awesome thing in the world. But I am especially excited for this one because for the first time ever, as I said, you can attend it live from your house. You can be in your pajamas just like I am right this moment. And you can be doing whatever it is that you want to do while you listen to the best of the best drop their knowledge bombs on you left and right. And you also get to interact with these guys and ask them questions. So I'm super stoked for that. I'll be emceeing in live from my pajamas as I'm pretty sure people like Ken will be also making presentations live from their pajamas. So without further ado, let's meet 
this man, Ken, who has a very interesting strategy on Amazon. As Howard said, he buys Amazon businesses with the intentions of making them better. And we'll find out more about his end goals as well as a lot of other great things. So Ken, I've heard a lot about you already from Howard, but what we usually like to do with our guests is we like to tell them, let's just pretend you're on an elevator with Howard. And obviously, you know, he is the man, the myth, the legend featured in Wall Street Journal and BuzzFeed News and all sorts of crazy publications for all the things that he does on Amazon. And you're pitching him that you are the man and that you want to speak as pandemic event. Give me your two minute elevator pitch on who Ken Kubek is and why you are the man. Yeah. So Liz, I, I wish I had a hype person like you um, to intro all, all of my uh, calls. <laughs> so yeah, I, I've spent third before Amazon. I spent 13 years in investment management, investing uh, you know hundreds of millions of dollars uh, in public companies. So you know, investing is near and dear to my heart. Analyzing businesses. I joined Thrasio about 18 months ago as kind of the eighth employee. Since then, I've analyzed over 500 Amazon businesses and purchased over 50. So I, I think, you know, when it comes to selling your Amazon business, I've seen it all. I've heard it all. I've probably looked at, at your business at one point or another. And, you know, we're just, we're building a, a great operating platform. And at this, at the rate we're at now, we're acquiring five to 10 Amazon businesses a month. Wow. So what do you consider yourself the most foremost expert in regarding on this in your business? Yeah, definitely. So valuing Amazon businesses, right? I mean, we've seen, we've, we've purchased businesses that are steady. We've purchased businesses that are growing over 150%. We've also looked at businesses that were struggling and needed a capital infusion to turn it around. So I think when, in terms of looking at a business, benchmarking your Amazon businesses versus other successful sellers is, is something that we do internally when we look and make an assessment on a business. So again, I've looked at over 500 profit and loss statements and seen revenue trends and new product launch trends and to talk to uh, and consult. And when we have these initial conversations with sellers, we, we really talk through what's been successful, what hasn't worked. You know, I know all the software that they all use. So, you know, you talk about having the masterminds of the greatest sellers. Like we only look at businesses that are doing over a million a year in revenue. So it's kind of the top, you know, five, 1% of Amazon sellers. And I get basically an inside look in, in how they run their business and the successful strategies as well. So let's say that, you you know, there's a lot of other companies out there that buys companies and tries to do the same business model as you to grow them. What, what do you, what, what, how are they different from what you, what you do? And do you see their, what they're in a general, like, how, how are you different than them? Yeah. I, look, our, our hands down, our operational team, um, we have over 250 people in our company now, offices globally here in the U S we have Boston, New York, Houston, we have an office in Manila and Pakistan as well. So, you know, the way we're structured is we, we basically looked at, okay, what, is it what does it take to be successful as a, an entrepreneur on Amazon, right? I mean, it's everything from negotiating with suppliers to managing your cash flow to uh, writing creative content to photography and, vi and videos to driving traffic on Amazon with, via sponsored ads. 
or other ad formats within Amazon's ecosystem, driving traffic off of Amazon to Amazon. So we've actually built our entire company around operating and scaling Amazon's brands, which so we have the, the functional expertise. You know, our, our supply our supply chain is incredible. Our head of supply chain ran a two billion dollar sourcing PL Marisk, which is one of the largest global shippers. So we kind of looked and you know every entrepreneur has every human being has deficiencies right and particularly when it comes to business like i have blind spots the things i'm not really good at and there's things that i'm really good at so every entrepreneur has that same right like skill set and you know strengths and weaknesses but what we've done is we've crafted this platform that plays to all the strengths required and at the highest level right so we were talking earlier right like Amazon SEO, like some people are probably good at it and they, they know how to rank, but you know, we have Casey Gauss, the founder of Viral Launch now running Amazon SEO for all of our brands. So when, when you line all that up, there's a lot of efficiencies to be gained. And then also when you think about, you know, just the ever changing landscape of Amazon and, and how you're successful and the steps required uh, because we, we have a, a entire platform once we figure out, all right, well, oh, we, we should be doing this, we can roll that out across our 50 plus brands basically in an instant and achieve that uh, efficiency gain versus, you know, one seller. That even if somebody's managing a few brands or they bought a few brands, they're constantly putting out fires. Um, and we've just really institutionalized the entire process. You know, we have probably five or six in house attorneys that are just strictly focused on, you know, there's a bunch a few of them that are strictly focused just on IP and depending IP, et cetera. So yeah, I think that's, you know, our entire company is built around running Amazon. So I think that's where we differentiate and then just the scale and, and what we've learned. It's, it's not easy. So Howard, you mentioned people just want to think it's a, you know, it's a path to riches and it's a four hour work week. And I always laugh when I hear people say, Oh, I spend five hours running my Amazon business. But it's like, yeah, but it took you three years of sleepless nights and spending 40, 50 hours a week to get to that point. And so anyone that's thinking of buying an Amazon business, you know, and they don't have that experience, don't oftentimes realize that it's a full-time job and it, it requires uh, immense uh, detail and perseverance. Yeah, you know what, Ken, you've got a very unique actual perspective on the whole Amazon thing. And like you said, you're not the one that actually runs the SEO or does the ranking and strategy, which is kind of what a lot of our actual speakers so far are experts in. But like I said, you provide a really unique perspective that nobody else has thus far in all the interviews that I've and I and Howie have done. And so I think with that being said, you're going to be able to provide a really unique perspective in what you actually talk about. So give me an idea of the three to five topics that you think you could talk about during this event that would absolutely wow people and make them like really raise their eyebrow and, and learn something that they've never heard of before. Yeah. So look, I, I think I'm going to definitely talk about bench, benchmarking your business. So as you, as you move down a P and L, what your business should look like, what your margin profile should look like, what's attractive to sellers, or, or, sorry, what's attractive to buyers of Amazon businesses. You know, obviously, if you're thinking about selling, how to think about valuation, how to get your business ready for sale, right? I think there's a misconception of you got to spend three to six months getting your profit loss statement in order. And there's all these 
you know, it's a, it seems like a very daunting task to get your business ready for sale. I'm going to tell you that it's, it's not daunting. It can be done, you know, we can assess things in a few days um, without a lot of heavy lift from this, the seller, the sellers in advance of that. And then also, look, what we're, what we're seeing across the Amazon marketplace. So, you know, we're basically, you know, a mini Amazon ourselves, right? A, kind of a mutual fund of brands. We, we acquire across, you know, new, numerous categories. We're not solely, you know, just acquiring a home and kitchen or sports and outdoors or auto. We're, we're across the board. So across 51 million dollar plus brands, we get to see a lot. We know what's working, what's not working. I think there's a lot of knowledge, you know, I'm definitely going to talk a lot with our team internally and, and figure out you know, the nuggets and value add that we, that we can add um, to the attendees. Absolutely. I, I, I got to be honest with you. Everything that you said there, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it. Because as someone that you said, you've looked at over 100 P&L statements. And I don't know if you said that was just 500. I think it's 500. Over, yeah, over fi- 500. <laughs> 500. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was 100 this month. So I was already wowed totally. by that. Totally didn't even hear the rest of it. And with that being said, what are the biggest actual mistakes you see that people make when they're actually looking to sell? Yeah, so I, I think the biggest is timing. And this is something that I think a lot of people don't talk about when, when they actually discuss scaling Amazon businesses. So, you know, I always encourage sellers when I talk to them, like know, know what you know what your ceiling is on, on your existing brands and, and products. And, you know, you might have launched a, a product in a, in a, that's in a super small niche and maybe you actually, it's, there's a physical limitation to growing it to a million dollars, right? So don't sit there and think you're going to get it to two million. You have to look at your existing product set and, and calculate how big can this get? You know, if the leader has 30,000 reviews and the second place has 20,000 and, and you're just starting out, look, you're not going to get to a top five market share in that, in that niche. So, you know, have, have realistic expectations. And then I say, you know, it's like having planning to have kids or getting married. There's no perfect time, but you, you gotta, you know, what's the best time for you in the moment. And I always tell people that you got to focus on it's often the best time to sell is when things feel really great. Uh, right, because you 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 don't you don't want to run the risk of the business plateauing, and then starting to decelerate, and then you're you know selling from a position of weakness. So, you know when your sequential monthly growth rates are increasing, that's often the best time to sell because the buyer wants to also look and and know that they're purchasing future upside in the in the business, right? And then there's things that they can do to revenue growth or the profitability profile of the business. If everything is completely optimized and, you know, you've scaled it to 5 million and then you've just been running at that level, you know, you're going to get, I think, a more value if you're selling at 4 million and the seller knows they can grow at 25, 30% from there, um, expand margins. So, you know, it's, it's timing is, it's tough to actually predict and, and get set, but you just want to do, you know, I think what's right for you and really try and maximize your exit value. So how, how many, did, did you say it again? How many companies or brands do you own right now? Uh, over 50. Okay. Yeah. And, with, and it'll probably be double that by the end of this year. So within that 50, what is the GMV on the total scale? The sales, the total sales for those 50? Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll be over, 
I'd say we'll be over 250 million by the end of this quarter. Well, 250 million. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. So, yeah. uh, I also wanted to ask you, what kind of problems do you see Amazon sellers having right now in the in this uh, 2020 pandemic times now? Yeah, I mean, look, inventory, uh, so cash flow management, right? You you had what started with the supply chain issues in China, and then the Chinese New Year, and then rolled into the fulfillment center issues here in the U.S., which are still lingering, right? So I think that that's been the biggest issue and you know we look at it we look at it businesses were acquiring people had stock outs people are short on inventory and now you have a situation where you're starting to plan for prime day which is you know being river in september that's going to roll right into q4 so i think that honestly the biggest issue people have is how they're managing for this huge pull forward in demand that's happened on the amazon marketplaces and really trying to figure out, is this the new normal? What is the new normal, right? I mean, we have, we have brands and we've looked at brands that are up, you know, three, four, 500% uh, year on year, um, beginning of the March period. And then when, you, when you're trying to figure out, hey, do, is this, should I be planning for this to continue for the next six months, the next 12 months? Is this, you know, did, did we just shift forward three years of, market share for, for Amazon and e-commerce from physical brick and mortar. So I, I think the unknowns are, are, are so great right now. And if you don't have, you know, the capital or just the experience to figure out what's, what's real, what's not, I think that's, that, that's a big struggle that sellers are having. And I think there's opportunity, right? It's conversely, if, you, if you're in a category that's been hit, such as, you know, auto, right? Like nobody's driving. So people aren't investing in their cars or their, I mean, I, I think that's actually a category that comes out, rebounds strongly out of this. Um, as, you know, if you enter, exiting a recession or in a recession, people hold on to cars for longer. They actually do invest in their cars. We saw that in the U.S. after the 2009, 2010 recession, it was a much longer used car cycle. So you just, just you have to think through that and then, you know, just navigating the short term, you know, kind of uncertainty is obviously the biggest issue. But then there's also a lot of opportunity, right? We're we're aggressively advertising and you know trying to take share because we have we have the capital and the ability to invest in our brands right now and, and get you know get higher ranks and try and drive the Amazon flywheel for a lot of our products. And so as things do snap back and fulfillment and normalizes that we're in that much better position. And, you know, Ken, going off of that, I know that you mentioned that there was obviously a lot of problems, but yet a lot of opportunity. What particular actual niches do you see that there's a ton of opportunity if you're either already selling in them to scale or if you're brand new and you want to get started? Yeah, look, I think you, you have to... You have to study. You have to study the market and study yourself and human behavior, right? Like, are people starting new hobbies? Uh, you know, I have had arts and crafts a perfect example, right? We've seen a great demand from a few products and brands that we have in, in that space. So, things at home for the kids, you know, are is this? You know, I feel like this is going to be a great throwback summer for a lot of people, where it's 
you know, everything's over structure for kids now. And now kids are going to be, oh, like have to figure out what to do to play around the neighborhood and things like that. So what opportunities are there in that? And there's oftentimes, you know, it's, it's, it's the second order effects of things that you really, the longer that we're in this kind of, you know, at home, et cetera, behavior start to change, right? Like commercial office space, you know, what's, what's that look like at home? Everybody's working from home. Everybody's got two monitors at home, you know, standing desks, screens, microphones, all that stuff's going to continue to increase. So I think you really got to study the, the macro environment and, you know, really like do some research, read a lot, figure out how this is going to change society and, you know, kind of skate to where the puck is going, not where it's at right now. You know, outdoor furniture, people, right, you could have a, a huge thing where people start to fear, you know, this is going to be a role, maybe this is a rolling thing where people have to live in their homes um, for 90 days on end. And, you know, they, they really start to invest more in their homes and, you know, hey, maybe I need to refresh this or redo this. Let's invest in our backyard versus going away on a vacation for, you know, uh, two weeks every year. So just, I think there's tons of opportunity that's coming out of this. And then if you're, you know, unfortunately, if you're in an unfortunate position where your products and categories are ones that are hardest hit, you know, if you, if you have the, the capital and the fortitude, I think it's going to be a great opportunity to take market share because a lot of sellers on Amazon are in for the quick hit kind of, you know, come and go uh, pretty quickly. And if you have that staying power, there's going to be an opportunity to, to gain a lot of market share as your competitors fall, you know, fall off and run out of stock and don't feel like, you know, replacing the POs because the volume's not there anymore. So I know a lot of audience here would probably like are interested in like creating businesses on Amazon because, you know, a lot of, we got a high employment rate right now. So we want to, I'm I'm sure a lot of them are thinking about uh, selling online or doing some kind of online business as well as we, you know, like they're getting used to um, staying at home right now, having this more of a, more freedom and stuff and as well as more buyers are buying from amazon like bill uh, like we were talking about i think i read somewhere that amazon jeff bezos like gonna be the first trillionaire or something like that trillionaire yeah so so it's like he uh, for the pandemic he made like four five hundred million dollars off of just that so there's a lot of the amazon or the e-commerce is growing so uh for those people out there that are interesting what what how would you suggest them to structure their business uh, or structure their how they operate in order for a a kind of like a, a sale a, a good sale or or so that they don't have to backtrack and you got anything suggestion like that i mean the biggest thing is just you know keeping it as a separate entity um so not commingling if you if you're doing other businesses right like set up in a you know the, bit, the easiest is to set, set up a U.S.-based LLC that oftentimes, you know, the biggest buyer pool is in the U.S. So deals typically are, are structured as asset purchases. So we, we kind of buy everything out of the LLC for that brand. So we're not, we don't buy the LLC or the company. We actually just purchase all the assets out of that company. So, you know, set up a U.S.-based LLC if you can. And then just run it, run it as a business. So have a, have a separate credit card statement, have a second separate banking account, 
um, really don't commingle the financials. If you, if you, if you run multiple businesses, you know, solicit Amazon for separate accounts. If, if they're different categories, et cetera, right. Um, kind of just try and keep it really tight, really clean. So that, that handover and the ability to make sense of the numbers and all the expenses, you know, in and out of, of, of the, uh, the business are easy for the buyer. That's a, I mean, just keep it simple, run it as, you know, as a business, keep, keep the end in mind. If you do want to sell, I mean, there's people that don't want to sell and they, it's a lifestyle business, right. And they're happy with the cash flows that it's throwing off. But oftentimes when you start to actually peel back the onion and, you know, people will say, Oh, my business made $500,000 in profit uh, last year on paper. And then I'm like, well, how much did you actually pay yourself and, and take out of the business? And they're like, oh, maybe like 50000 because they're continually investing in inventory and working capital to continue to scale the brand, right? Um, so I think it's just, you know, knowing what your end is and then kind of working back, you know, to the beginning and just setting yourself up for that potential uh, exit. Right. So any last words to our audience before we wrap it up? Yeah, no, look, I'm excited. Uh to, to hear all the other speakers as well uh, in the mastermind. And I think there's, there's no better time to, you know, be a seller on Amazon uh, either if you're, if you're just starting out or you're, or, or you're a seasoned seller, you know, I think that the, the ones, you know, that I've seen come across our desk are, are the ones that treat it like a real business and not, you know, get rich quick scheme. So, you know, I, I can just attest that the, the psyche, you know, it, the, the people that treat it as a business are the ones that are oftentimes the most successful. Amazing. Thanks so much, Ken. And I just have to say, like I said, you are the most unique interview we've had thus far because of your unique skill set. And pretty much I think everybody that's listening would agree with me. You can speak about whatever you want. We are ready to listen. So thanks so much for joining us. And uh, Howie, how excited are you about Ken's speech at the event at the end of June? Uh, I'm still deciding which topic we should have him talk about because it's so big, so much things that he can really uh, teach us about his business. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm thinking we just let him go with it, come up with whatever he wants because I've, pretty much every single thing that he said is pretty much on my list that I'd like to hear about. So it's almost a let him pick, let him decide whatever it is he wants to unleash on, on us and on, on the crowd that joins us. So. I'm super stoked. I know Howie is too. Any last words from you, Howie, before I let people know the details on how to actually attend? No. <laughs> Go ahead. He's always a man of few words. But as I said before, he is the man, the myth, the legend. When it comes to talking about Amazon, he will go on for hours and hours and hours. His wife can attest to that. But when it comes to anything else, he's a man of few words. However, he will be a man of many words at the end of June, on June 29th and 30th, at the first ever online professor's pandemic event. And I just want to remind you before we say goodbye here, typically this is held live and it's a $12,000 per person event. But this one time only, we are going to make it very affordable for everybody that either has already an existing Amazon brand that is crushing it or people that are just getting started. The professor has decided that he wants to expand the people that actually listen to him and expand his level of knowledge as well as every single person who's speaking 
uh, level knowledge to everybody that attends. So if you want to attend, go to a9mastermind.com forward slash PPE to get more information. And other than that, I wanted to thank everybody for joining us on this episode. And I personally, and I know Howie does too, look forward to hearing Ken's speech as well as one of the other 15 speakers. Again, who knows how much the combined earnings a year are of these speakers. At the last Mexico Mastermind, the combined yearly earnings was over half a billion dollars. I think Ken alone is going to take that almost even to the billion dollar mark. What do you think, Howie? That could be, that could happen because last time, I think it was like, I, I talked about before, we had like a $650 million speaker that was speaking at our event. So just that one person, I bet you on that crowd, that one, the, that one, the one the mastermind event, there was over a billion dollars. in. Yeah, there could have definitely been. Yeah. Awesome. Easy. Yeah, that's just, uh, that's just pretty much every day for the professor. So, again, I look forward to seeing you all at the event June 29th and 30th. To find out more information, go to a9mastermind.com forward slash pp. And thanks again for joining us. We'll see you later. Welcome to the Professor's Podcast, where we discuss the best strategies to massively improve the reach and bottom line of your business in the current virtual and economic landscape. Your host, Howard Tai, generates over $5 billion for his clients annually using innovative tactics both on and off Amazon.